have a hot take. A student needs to be like the focal point. I'm gonna get threats from faculty members. Oh, was that the podcast? Did you start yeah, the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> we were flying back to DC from Philly. We were in Vermont before that first shoot and we hadn't eaten any dinner. We Our flight was in like an hour or something like that. So we stopped by this airport restaurant and bar, had a couple drinks, and then our flight was delayed. So we decided we'd use the time productively and try to brainstorm the name for a new Enrollify podcast. What was the podcast ended up? <laughs> That's a good question. It was, oh, that was Jeremy it was Chir Jeremy, Jeremy Chir's podcast. It was Mission, Mission Admissions. Admissions. Yeah. Mission Admissions. And it was this fun, like, it was this super you, fun dialogue. You can tell we were at dinner getting drinks. When we <laughs> <laughs> but it was, this, it, was, it was a fun, like, experiment because Dan, you're, like, behind the scenes most of the time. Dan's yeah, yeah. our no. video guy, our video aficionado, as some might say. Mm. And Shane, you're relatively new to the Enrollify team as well. But it was, like, a cool, like, riffing, like, bonding moment. And I don't know. I thought the name ended up being at least half decent. Yeah. And all of a sudden that. I think we started silly and it was more of like, we need to be entertained. We're in a Philadelphia airport with nothing to do. Time to kill. We're at the end of a trip. We're exhausted. Then it started out with some horrible names. We won't point fingers at who was you making You need them. to have horrible names <laughs> I, to get That's to what the I said ones. while we were there. It, does, it really does. And it allows everyone else to feel more comfortable. Yeah. And then we, yeah, after a million silly That's ideas. That's what my role is. I'm to help people that. feel more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Brainstorm you, you facilitator. Present, you just yeah. present the shitty ideas so that the rest of us can like look smart. Right. Yeah. It's an important yeah. role, Dan. Yeah. It's an important yeah. role, Dan. But anyways, that was I'm the... that's on record now. <laughs> <laughs> that was the impetus for what Enrollify's newest podcast is going to be called, which this will be actually our first, like, video first show. So that's yeah. also a big deal yeah. since we got the video guy around. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing less. Nothing less. And so we're calling this, this podcast The Brewstorm. And what we're going to do is each podcast, we're going to brainstorm either an idea, maybe, maybe a couple ideas, depending on you know, where we want to take this, that is at least somewhat, if not mostly related to the work that higher education marketers have to do with coming up with new campaign ideas, coming up with new you know, uh, ideas for student recruitment, coming up with new fundraising campaigns, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. So today... What are we gonna brainstorm, Shane? What are we gonna flush out? I think because podcasts are so trendy, as we were just talking about, thinking through like what would a good enrollment marketing podcast hmm. for a school look like to, to try and recruit prospective students and using it as a recruitment tool and what could they talk about that's different from the stuff you'll read on their website, different from the you come to an event and you ask questions and you get the, the very basic, here's yeah. who we are. Like, what would actually be helpful, do you think, for people today? Then, mm. like, launch this podcast. It's a series you also realize, you know, you're not necessarily building up this huge foundation where people are going to tune in to multiple. Like, you might only get one shot. So yeah. Have, each yeah. one has to be jam-packed with info and cool stuff, but they can't also all be the same. Yeah. Um, so what could that look like and how could that kind of be done well and who needs to be brought in to make sure that's a success and interesting? So it's a marketing team that is trying to create content, a podcast specifically, that will be interesting to prospective students, but also like accurately reflect like the culture of the school. Yeah. So it's gotta be, <coughs> excuse me, it's gotta be entertaining. It's gotta be interesting. It's gotta be reflective of like the culture of the school. Right. And 
we're starting from scratch. So we don't have a name. Right. We don't have a mission. We don't even totally know what the target audience is beyond like perspectives. Yeah. Or who does the podcast. Or who does the Who's podcast. For those. Yeah. All right. So where, where do we start? Where do we start? What's the I, first one? I have an idea. Okay. Yeah. I think this whole idea about trying to come up with a good podcast jam-packed with reasons why people should go to a university is a terrible idea. Ooh. Because I don't think people want to be sold to when they're on a podcast. You know, you just want entertainment. I feel like it'd be cool to just select different stories from throughout the like, campus or the university. Maybe that's interviewing like notable students who've done something cool like... Uh, what's your like research that you've done and like maybe or, yeah. or you're just like someone from like you know you're the president of a fraternity or something and you like I don't know have something I don't know interesting people throughout yeah. campus and whatnot where you're just like getting to know the campus and yeah. just like interviewing them on like stories about what they've done yeah That's what, when I was originally thinking about this podcast actually I was thinking there's nothing like an admissions coordinator director of admissions even I think like uh CMO, marketing person, like they're gonna, a prospective student's gonna hear it and be like, you're just like blowing smoke. Yeah, yeah. Versus the either one, you have like a facilitator of conversation who goes and finds the people you're talking about. Of like, today we're gonna do a profile on, you know, somebody on the baseball team. Hmm. And they're gonna talk about like what it's like playing a sport and being enrolled at X university um, and give you maybe a little bit more like unfiltered, here's what it's yeah. like. Um, where like you don't get to, you admissions person don't get to like filter, you know, necessarily what they're saying, obviously pick your people wisely. But, um, I think what's hard is you're, you have to build trust with that person immediately. So it has to feel authentic and real. Otherwise yeah. the people listening are going to be like, you're just trying to like, like if that guy's like, it's great. We have study hall and I love it because it helps me get good grades. It's like, <laughs> no one's going to believe that. Yeah. Um, and so how do you kind of mix the student story without trying to like guide the student story on your right, own, right. I think would be hard, but I think is what you might have to do in order to like truly get buy-in. You also, I feel like you have to start with not just the person that wants to be like a podcast host, but like right. who is actually a, like a, like a charismatic character. Like yeah. you need, you need to find that yeah. individual to kind of carry the content. And I feel like, I don't know, like we talked about, we've talked about this before on other Enrollify podcasts about building like a good like TikTok team and like going, like doing the work of trying to figure out who at your university or school already has like a sizable TikTok following. What are they doing? And like, are they doing it well? Like well being defined is, are people actually like (laughs) watching their stuff and engaging with that content? And then I think it's, it's actually more about like maybe building content around key individuals, assuming that like, assuming that they espouse at least some of your, your values as an institution, even if it's not, you know, all of your values and then finding that individual and building content around, around them. Cause if they like what they're talking about and they're good at talking, mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting at yeah, least yeah. to some, some perspectives. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Almost like your new version of a student ambassador. But then yeah. I do think leveraging that person to then go chat with other students. Yeah. Cause I think what's cool. And I think what a lot of, cooler companies and agencies are now doing is like, all right, how do we hyper-personalize and like the see yourself at this type of school, like how do we best do that? And that's where I think going back to the example of like the baseball person or like somebody in a certain fraternity, sorority, or (coughs) member of a, you know, X club, whatever it might be, like what's cool about that specific thing Mm. and getting that person's take on it. um, Yeah, I think goes much further than just 
some popular person at your university who, you know, has, who knows what their audience is like. Maybe yeah. their audience isn't necessarily even made up of prospective types of students and therefore like, eh, that's fine, but I don't know that it's going to get you what you're looking for. Um, but as you're saying, if they're charismatic and they're super like, they kind of know how to be on camera, yeah. um, which I think is a hard thing. Um, but if they can pull in the right people and then you're almost creating a podcast of like, this is kind of just for these types of people, yeah. but you just kind of go like, what are our biggest groups that we kind of want to continue to you know build on campus? Let's kind of start there and just work our way backwards. Um, could be a great way to start at least tapping into that market with something a little bit more personalized than just a like, here's why you should come to our school yeah. because everybody has that and they're all the same. What do you think about like I'm thinking about like entertaining and I think the problem with developing like, or like one temptation when developing a podcast is like, you're trying to come up with something relatively like niche for a niche audience and like the best podcasts, like they understand their audience. They're a thought leader. The host is like a thought leader in this space. Um, and where they're interviewing thought leaders in space, like if they're pretty, they're generally pretty focused. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the ch- unique challenges of a higher ed marketer or someone working in admissions that would be producing a show like this is like your, your prospective student pool is massive. Like, yeah, and like, yeah, it's yeah. a very diverse <clears throat> prospective student pool. So here's a question. How many different, like, like does what people find entertaining, does it change dramatically depending on who you are? Doesn't mean, doesn't mean you like, love the content or like would like watch a documentary on Kanye West if you have no interest in him but like sure. when you think about what people find cool or entertaining is it is it is it widely varying from like a raw entertainment standpoint or or not so much and i, I guess maybe a better way of thinking about this is like is the mechanics of of putting something out to solicit like a, a specific response is that pretty varied or or not so much? What are your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Because there are things, I've watched documentaries on people that I'm like, I don't know anything about you. But you're somebody that like, I should know. Yeah. Um, or that is famous in a space that I don't particularly care about. And then watching it, you know, well, that's just like a crazy cool person. Like, And there's a mutual appreciation, I think, amongst groups that maybe aren't into... Kanye West or you know a variety of other people but you can respect how they came up and all the work that they did and it's it's cool and interesting it's all yeah I wonder if it's more just the the tempo or the cadence at which you personalize your podcast of like you know a general too specific a general like too specific a general and like what is the right and maybe that's something you just need to test with your audience and obviously it depends on your school size like if you're a massive institution Maybe you need to go more general um, because you have 500 specific audiences and might not be worth it. But if you're a really small school in a you know rural area and you're like, we know exactly who comes to this school yeah. and you can speak right to them, that's kind of how you run it. But Or I'm, like, I'm thinking about, we just put out this master course trailer for Enrollify's first ever master course on how to market a university with Terry Flannery. And shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the trailer, like I sent that around to it. Like I posted on my personal Facebook and like my Instagram and whatnot. And I got people who know nothing about higher education, yeah. Let alone higher education marketing, that like would went out of their way to text me <laughs> or like DM me, and they were like, "Dude, that was like so sick!" And I was like, yeah. 
made it myself. Yeah. <laughs> it was all him, guys. Um, but like, like I guess what I'm getting at is that was entertaining, yeah. right? And, and people resonated with that, even though they didn't understand like the subject or necessarily even like what the course was about. Sure. So I'm wondering like, if we can come to terms, if, if we can agree that like there, there is a formula, there is a framework, there are like mechanics that make something just interesting, mm-hmm. regardless of what the content topic is, if, if we can agree on that, then I think that we can get, then I think you can actually make a show around an individual that is charismatic, that is like, even if that individual is is not like a thought leader, so to speak, or isn't even well versed in like the breadth and depth of your programs. Sure. And I guess what I'm getting at is that that person could then like, let's just say there's a journalism major, a communications person, she's got like a million TikTok followers, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's she's a TikTok influencer. Yeah. She's at your school, she loves the school, she, you know, wears your swag a lot. Is there a way where you dev- you like design a podcast and you have her go and like do a special series on like engineering programs and she's like interviewing these engineering students who might, you know, stereotypically anyways, be a little bit more like shy to like be on a podcast, sure. but could her personality and her character carry that because she knows something about what it takes to create entertaining content regardless of how much she knows or doesn't know about engineering does that make sense like what do you guys think about that yeah that's where i feel like you don't need to know anything really you need to be entertaining like any good podcast host or interviewer is a typically a curious person who's good at talking and who seems like they have high interest in everything yeah um and so they're able to like ask those next questions and things but i think going back to like the terry flannery example like amazing video these people that are reaching out to you they're not really in the space. Great, love the video, but they're not going like, to do anything, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. the same thinking about the same thing in like the recruitment process. Awesome video. I have no interest in going across the country to that school. Yeah, so, yeah. right, and you might get some trickle in, and so maybe it'd be worth it. Um, but yeah, really thinking maybe how you leverage that person as your key entertainer and your host. Um, but they really just go out and they find other people that are doing X, Y, and Z thing that like, that's what will attract students, but they're, they're serving as hosts. They're not serving as the reason why people are necessarily coming to the university. It's because they heard Billy talk about engineering and they were like, that sounds awesome. Like he's doing super cool stuff as a student and has all these cool experiences and talks about other things beyond just, I think too, there's a a tendency to overhype the academics when it's like, I think, you know, what's the community like, is there like, you know, I, where I went to school, we were placed in, um, in dorms on floors with people of like majors. Mm-hmm. Um, and the point was like, if you don't know people, it's easier to kind of like, hey, what's up? I saw you in one of my classes. And like, it, they're trying to build community. Um, and I'm wondering if yeah, people talking more about that, like in your host, who's an entertainer, yeah, yeah, will yeah. draw that out of people. Yeah. Like that could be a huge win for people that I think might convince them. If they're on the fence about three, four colleges and they feel like I'm gonna be way more comfortable here, what do you think? You're very shy. Yeah, okay. Also, <laughs> also yeah. like, Dan, like, what do you think about, like, would you listen? Like, if you were looking yeah. at a school, right? Like, would would you go, would you listen to, the, like, a podcast that they produce? Um, I don't know. I was thinking about, like, what are, what are the things that make me listen to a podcast? And first I was thinking about, like, well, I feel like generally I gravitate towards produced podcasts versus conversational podcasts, which is... No bad for this show, for my- <laughs> <laughs> but 
Wait, I mean, that just that just means like highly edited shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Um, it's called Netflix, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, then I I think like the more I was thinking about it, I think it comes down to like. Usually, I I think the reason why I like the produced show is because they just really boil down what the show is about to either like teaching you something or like telling a really interesting story. Hmm. And I feel like as long as you can, you know, I, and I think that can be achieved via conversational podcast. Um, so if through this, you know, podcast where, you know, you're interviewing different students from around campus, as long as you're able to like, I feel like it would probably make the most sense to just tell a, like a compelling story about like, how, you know, did you go about finding this university yeah. and like, you know, maybe there was a really like long process about like, you're passionate about the like program, but then you had to go through a process of like, um, oh, I got something in my eye. <laughs> um, get so passionate about this. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, you're crying. <laughs> no, um, uh, what was I saying? Uh, you know, something that you're, whether it's a program that you're compelled by yeah, yeah, yeah. or like an experience or. And then maybe, maybe you have to like, you know, get some, go through a lot of, uh, jump through a lot of hoops to get financial aid. And then you finally get here and, you know, you make a lot of, I don't know, like, that's probably a stupid story to tell, but no, no, know, no, I think the storytelling aspect is probably like what you're going to get the most out of people. And, you know, if there's a lot of, you know, intrigue on how, like, you know, they got there or whatever. Going so back to jumping through good, hoops good. though, yeah. how much do you think, I think this is why people, again, don't maybe wouldn't trust one produced by the school and people yeah, yeah. work at the school. Like there's no negatives. It's all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's a list of a million reasons we're great. And it's like, cool nobody's that great what are you guys not good at what's a problem what do students what do current students complain about yeah like i would love if somebody put together like get that you know charismatic person yeah and you can put a twist on it so it's not just like let's all shit on this school yeah Yeah. like uh come up with a list of stuff that like here's some challenges the school has or like hey when you're a freshman your dorm's gonna suck yeah like it's not great but once you're a sophomore they're awesome right and it's like okay bad thing but it's only a year you'll be fine you're there for four and, and I, th- I think it, that's one of the yeah. things that schools struggle with is like, how do you show the negative things then end with a positive and it's to build a little bit of that yeah. trust yeah. with prospective students. If you have someone who's good enough at like making people comfortable, I feel like the negative will come out in whatever you're talking about because yeah. not everything about everything is perfect. So like there will be the, you know, the shortcomings of the school or like the challenges you like encounter and you know, whatever it is. But like, I think it as long as it comes down to like a really authentic and genuine story, that's going to be what people are able to connect with, and they'll be happy to look past you know whatever uh, negatives were brought up in that story because it's an authentic story. Right. And you want to then become part of that. You're like, wow, look at that like great story that I just heard that like happened at that school, and like right now I'm more compelled to go to that school. Yeah, I also think too like picking on the financial aid example because I think that's probably the easiest, but if your financial aid for whatever reason is a real challenge or you kind of like oversell it and do these things. It's like you're setting up that student. Let's say that even the whole point of saying that is to get students. Yeah. You get a student that then can't do those things and then they have to like drop out or transfer or do something. And it's like you failed that student, so but you got their like what, their application dollars and six credits worth of tuition. Like that's, I feel like that's a morally wrong thing to do. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's something that, yeah, I'm sure it's hard to, 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 figure out like what's worth saying and exposing and maybe what I think 
you know, people, they know the inner workings of the institution and what the problems are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I would, I've yet to see a school that has been super transparent of like, here's some of the challenges you're going to hit, yeah, but also here's a list of ways to like overcome those challenges. Yeah. Or, hey, if you're this type of person, you're not going to be a good fit for this yeah. institution. Yeah. Like, we're being honest with you because we're trying to set you up for success. We yeah. don't actually care if you come here or not. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. school that does that, I think that would be awesome. That's brilliant. I mean, and I think what's so cool about that is like, those things are, like exist like yeah. they are there oh, yeah. we're just like not like schools just like aren't honest with them a lot of the time right it's like it's like like you know i think about like a campus tour and it's like you always you know bring folks to like the quad or like like yeah. the yeah. most beautiful like picturesque place of campus is like where you start your tour or, like end your campus tour yeah and then like you like try to like steer them clear through like the construction and like right, the, like yeah. crappy looking building from like the fifties that hasn't well, we been renovated. We promise it's gonna look great in two <laughs> yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, renovations are starting. They won't yeah. be done until you graduate. <laughs> yeah. But like you know they'll get done one day. But like to your point, it's like what does it look like to just be ridiculously transparent yeah. about like yeah. here's where we're great, here's where we're not great. Here are the kinds of students that excel here. Here are the kinds of students that really don't yeah. i think that's gonna be really hard for higher ed but i think like as schools have to get more targeted with their positioning it's yeah. it's a you know foregone conclusion that that'll it, happen i think what you will see with that though that just will take some adjustment and we're in such a massive adjustment period now anyway is okay leads might go down yeah bummer but nobody actually should care about the number of leads they get like what if you got 100 leads they all turned into applicants and they all turned into enrolled students. Would yeah, you and your care goal that you was 100 leads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you didn't get your thousand? Who cares? The yeah. goal was to get 100 enrolled students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got those 100. How, how do you, why do you care yeah. how big the funnel was at the top to get those? And so, you know, if you can be that brutally honest, you're going to deter those leads that aren't going to matriculate through anyway. And so, like, yeah. you're just you're getting the quality people and you can spend more, your admissions coordinators and counselors can spend more time chatting with those people doing yeah. direct follow up yeah. and not having to think, like, I can't call a thousand people this week, right? Yeah. But you could call a hundred yeah. if you really had to, and that was your full-time job. And so I think that's one thing that, yeah, it, it's more about, I think, pleasing higher-ups with certain numbers that like all those numbers boil down to a set of numbers that are the most important. Yeah. How do we more think about just like getting those sets of numbers and what's going to best do that rather than the like, how do we, we need more leads, spend more money on Facebook. Yeah, well, that'll get you the leads, but yeah, I feel like losing leads would probably be the worst case scenario though. Because if anything, I feel like you know, since no one's doing it and right. calling out their weaknesses, I feel like it will like, oh, yeah. just attract more. I mean, it, it's even kind of like what was it? We were in Dallas a couple of weeks ago, and we were at uh, that restaurant. I don't know what it was called, but um, Shane, you, our, our server came up and, and said, "By the way, like these are the oh, things you should do." Oh yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. Like, she was great. By the way, like these dumplings or whatever, like don't yeah. get those and yeah, like yeah. don't get these. And then like you know, there was like one or two things she was like, "Like people don't like these. Like it's kind of hit or miss." Yeah. yeah. And you know, as soon as she left, you were like, "My like respect for her yeah. like, is like tenfold." Because yeah. She, you know, she's obviously telling me the the actual information, not sugarcoating it, just yeah. for their restaurants like benefit. Right. And she's also not one of those like. Oh, very conveniently, the most expensive wine, yes. <laughs> whatever, are the best. Yeah. She was giving us things where it was like, these are the best things. Yeah. yeah. They were just, they were scattered. Yeah. And they were, they were also amazing, but it was yeah. crazy. When it was like, I feel much more comfortable. And we go to a restaurant every time and Zach always asks, what's good here? And, you know, yeah. when you get the waiter that's like, 
I mean, everything's good. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, great, so nothing's good. Like, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And it, when somebody else is like, this thing's really good, this is fine, I don't really like it. And it's also, it's food, so it's personal preference. Yeah, yeah. of course. So, like, why don't people feel comfortable yeah. doing that? Same thing with schools. Like, schools are preference. Big schools, small schools, yeah. little, like, it's all preference. Why not just say these things yeah. and then let people make their own decision? Yeah. Rather than like, okay, great, I go to a restaurant, you tell me the $900 steak is amazing. Yeah. I don't get the $900 steak because I don't $900. I get the other <laughs> one and it's like, okay, that sucked. That's their best thing. I'm yeah. not coming back here ever yeah, again yeah. versus if I have something I really like, if we go to Dallas again, I'd want to go just to see that lady again because yeah. she was <laughs> hilarious also, and awesome. But also but. what was so cool about that story is like, I think all three of us ended up changing what we were mm. going to get yeah. based off of what yeah, she yeah, said. Yeah. Which I think is also just like a, this is like a really interesting analogy. It's like she, because she was so brutally honest, mm -hmm. we did change our opinion. Yeah. Uh, we still had like we were still at the restaurant. We had like an incredible meal. And like thank God we did change it. But like I think all, all three of us got something completely different than we yeah. were planning to because of how she like courted us, which yeah. was super super cool. Yeah. All right. So bringing this in, here's an idea. All right. What if the podcast was something like the middle of the road? We can critique the name in a second, okay? <laughs> just, just work with me here. So mm -hmm. the middle of the road, and it is hosted by a junior, like a first semester junior, okay? So they're a little bit more than halfway through their like college career. And what the show is, is it's in-depth stories of different students, like from different demographic backgrounds, different majors, different programs, an athlete, right? Like, et cetera, out of state, in state, all, all the different personas. And it's like an in-depth profile on, hey, I wanna talk to you. These are, these are all people that are either in their second semester sophomore year or first semester junior year. So like they're in the middle of the road. They're not brand new to the institutions. So they've had time yeah. to get into it, but they're also not like a tired senior that's yeah. checked out and just like wants to like yeah. get on. Even if they had a great experience, they just want to get on with their life. And it's it's profiles of like, hey, talk to me about your college search process. What was so difficult? Like when you came to campus here, what were the three things mm. that like turned you off? Or like what were the three things that you were that, that were, you know, negative hits, if you will, mm -hmm. um, towards the school. And so you get some of that like raw, like, like these are the things that aren't great, but then you also get, and you also get insight into how they approach their college search, but then you also get, they also obviously chose the school cause they're there. Right. So then you can unpack, okay, like, you know, why did you ultimately choose the school? And then you're a couple years in now, how, like, how did the school do? Like, how did we do it? Like, you know, validating our unique value proposition that we promised you on your campus tour. Rough framework of a show. What do you guys think about that? React. Solid. Yeah. The middle of the road. Okay, we can critique the name in a <laughs> yeah. second. What do you first think about like first critique like the yeah. concept. And then we'll and then we'll come up with like names. No, I like the concept, but I also think it is important to understand the like full journey of the four years. Like you are making a massive commitment. So while hearing from the sophomores and juniors is great because like they've had time to form an opinion, yeah. but they haven't gotten sick of it yet or yeah. just like they're not ready to be just done with college, which I think happens for anybody anywhere. Yeah. Like can't wait to have a job, start making money, like been in college for four years. I can't work in summers because I'm also taking classes and I'm, you know, broke. Yeah. Um, but I do think it would be cool to have like 
almost a timeline of different people of like freshmen in you know your communications program all the way through to senior year but it's for different people representing those things and they're kind of giving their like insights and, uh, and input yeah. based on their you know major or their college or whatever and as a freshman as a sophomore as a junior and like also tracking kind of like what does that mean for people as they move through like for the business program, for example, it's like my senior year, I'm taking classes that like, I kind of wrapped everything up. Yeah. After my junior year, I'm like BSing this year yeah. just to like- Taking like cooking yeah, and- Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've kind of got my core classes, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're taking nonsense. Um, I think would be cool. I, I do like the idea of the middle of the- I think the most value will come from the sophomores and yeah. juniors. Um, but I think, again, the transparency factor of like hearing what the freshman has to say, and like those might be ones that the school's kind of like, ooh. Yeah. 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 Love that those went out. But like, hey, but like, that's, yeah, that's, 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 awesome. yeah, that's what you need. Yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like that would be really good for getting like a general sense of like, what is this, you know, university like generally like, you know, obviously mm -hmm. like middle of the road. I think what would be cool is to kind of combine that. Like, what could be a completely different podcast or like maybe potentially meld together with this? Is like, what if you just had a journalism student who was like particularly talented at journalism in a way that wouldn't embarrass the school? <laughs> no, uh, freshman journalism. Anyway, um, who's just searching for like, what is the coolest story at the moment that campus has to, like, yeah. the students on campus have to tell? Like, maybe that's like, you know, there's a really cool production going on in whatever, or like, you know, they're doing cool research, or just like, I don't know, maybe someone just got a really prestigious award and like, let's go find out what that story is. I mean, basically bringing like, what just maybe a, a trying to spice up like a school newspaper almost yeah, would yeah. be. Um, but just trying to seek out rather than just trying to see like, oh, like you're a student who's got a unique perspective. Let's hear your perspective. Like, let's find out the most exciting thing that's happening on campus yeah. right now and like try to, you know, Try to see what's going on there. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think schools try and do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're not good at it. Like, that's true. Or it's, well, it's because it's because like the marketing team is like controlling the narrative. Yeah. yeah. It's like, right. hey, we want their, the marketing team or the admissions team, whoever it is, is like, they're dictating what the most interesting thing on campus is. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I think what you're saying, which I like, is that it's almost like the student decides. Yeah. So they, this person would like the host would need to be well versed enough. Like they they need to be like the like a, a big person like persona on campus. They'd have to like be well aware of like everything happening in student life yeah. in order to like make that judgment call. Yeah, yeah. But it's almost like you let the student decide what is the most interesting thing happening on campus right now, and they go and like yeah. cover that thing. Right. Yeah. Or and, even go yeah. around and ask students like, yeah, interview yeah. interview. 25 students yeah what's the coolest thing happening on campus this week yeah and just see what they say Ooh, like that's good. Yeah. that like would that. be yeah. also that would be Maybe hilarious that's just like a party or something right i think it'll show campus. what students actually care about yeah. too yeah, yeah. it won't be like oh this faculty member got an award yeah if you're an undergrad in particular i can't really imagine you give a shit like <laughs> yeah, unless you're at like a top 10 school or something like yeah, that you right. might give a shit and it's also like what is that Mean what does that mean for me? me? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yay for you. Yeah. Are you I maybe, like that a lot. Yeah. Whatever, but yeah, like interviewing cool. people and then being like, you know, I think you'll get a lot of like, oh, cool sports stuff. Or like, yeah. oh, you know, there. I think there are a lot of schools 
particularly maybe like the R1 schools where it's like, oh, there's this massive, you know, thing happening. These people are going to be, you know, exposed nationally for some of the stuff they're doing. Like, and those are students and yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it would be hilarious. I bet you'd get every, I mean, you'd get everything. You'd get people saying nonsense of like, we're going to have chicken tenders in the cafeteria this week yeah. for the first time yeah. versus the people that are like really in tune with campus that have yeah. different opinions. But th- I think that would be both entertaining yeah, and exactly. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's good. I think that um, we, have, we have several ideas here. So if we were to, if we were to try to like package this a little bit more like neatly. So the way that I'm hearing this is we've got kind of two core ideas. Idea number one is this like middle of the road ish idea where you're, a little bit more like focused, like student profiles. But again, the student is the host and they're talking to other second semester sophomores, first semester juniors about like, all right, talk to us about what you thought college, this, this experience at the school would be look like. How did we do with that? Like, how did we like measure up there? Um, and again, that's a diverse pool of stories. Show number two, where like category number two is, is a little bit more like, all right, empower a student to go find the most interesting story happening on campus this week and allow them to cover that and turn that into content that can be used or promoted on a show that prospective students could find and discover and engage with. Is that, are those yeah. kind of like the two buckets that we're talking about? Yeah. All right. So let's talk about like names. Like if we were going to name these two different shows, the middle of the road is first name that I come up with, which yeah. kind of shitty. A terrible name as Zach. Terrible name, <laughs> terrible name. I think middle of the road is a bad name because it makes it sound boring and middle Ooh, of the road. Okay, excuse me. But yeah. I was wondering if maybe, like, my, my first idea was like, inside blank university. But I, I don't like that one because I feel like it's too branded. And I yeah. feel like it's gotta be like something. Like inside and then maybe, maybe yeah. like the, the smaller, like the subtitle is like, you know, a show about learning about the students of blank university. Yeah. But maybe it's something like, I feel like it has to be generic so that it's not like, like too salesy yeah. and more of just but like, here's it, a raw yeah. look at just like meeting students. But I think general. what some schools yeah. do well is they use their like mascot yeah. Yeah. in titles like that, where it's not overtly like, True. think yeah. about, I went to a high school and our mascot was the wildcats and yeah. like, there are 75 Wildcats yeah. colleges that I can think of. Like yeah. you can, but you could use Wildcats in a cool way or sure. like, um, Wildcats unfiltered. Yeah. I, so, yeah. I mean, something, something, something like that, like yeah, yeah. where it's like, it's going to be, it immediately implies that this is like raw yeah. and it could have like some negative connotation to yeah. it for sure. Yeah. But it could also just be like over, it, you yeah. know, it at least communicates it or it like evokes like transparency. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, it would have to be, it should be specific to your school to yeah. some degree. Sure, sure. Otherwise, yeah. it's just like, well, I think the most boring podcast names are the ones that's like anybody could use that. Like, yeah, that's true. Not that the idea was the worst idea, but like, middle <laughs> of the road could be used. No, for it's okay. His literally anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as some of yours. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, what yeah. was your first one last night? It was like, um, oh gosh, so stupid. Admissions yeah. weren't one the, bad. At the, at the Philly airport one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, uh, wait, what, was, what were we trying to come we up with? We were coming up with the name of Jeremy Tears' podcast, yeah. Mission Admissions. Which is supposed to be a podcast it's, about 
interviewing more it's like leadership uh, focused for admissions people but typically okay, maybe yeah. a little more earlier on in it's their like career. Fine. it's like interviewing people inside and outside of higher ed about yeah. like leadership and team empowerment and like how this can translate into like empowering your admissions team to operate better that's yeah. kind of like the ethos of the show um I was, yeah, it might have been just like admissions 101 or no, yeah. was, no, 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 no. There was, mine, there was, was creative. No, you had another creative one. You tried to make horrible. a, you tried to make a play on admissions with an E. Oh, oh, admissions, admissions, admissions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Admissions. In hindsight, that's admissions, not actually admissions. the worst. But it, I think that's pretty solid. Just yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but okay. So bringing it back to oh no 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 no, it was just admissions admissions it was not admissions, that's right emissions it was spelled the same way which is like doesn't work because you can only well you you, you just we've already hammered on yeah. the point yeah. that it was bad I think we <laughs> so well but it, emissions like justifies it and almost makes it a good idea no yeah which means it wasn't yours yeah <laughs> listen it's always about starting the the, the brainstorm yeah, yeah, yeah that is true it's the hardest part man it's the hardest part um, all right, so I like this idea. Um, another idea I had, which maybe is like a derivative of this, but like, and maybe this is just because like, like I studied, like I, I studied marketing, and like I like, I love like, <laughs> I love like the, I, I'm a sucker for like the like a, a good entrepreneur, and so maybe maybe this is like a bias coming out, which probably is, but I think it would be really interesting. And actually, this is no. I take that back. It's not even a bias. It's data is showing that more and more prospective students are entrepreneurial or desire to be entrepreneurs. People want to be creators. Like people want to work for themselves in some capacity. Um, and so, what if there was like a show that unpacked like what was being built at this school, almost like a how I built this, but like how we're building this. Um, and it's it's almost like this like deep sort of like unpacking of like what are the different because there are many schools that are like built like incubating businesses at those schools but even it, it could extend beyond just business like research like what we're trying to you know where we have an r where we have r1 status these are like the three things that we're trying to do and study right now mm -hmm. and here's how they would change the world if we can figure it out like something like that yeah is that like does a 17 year old is it just too like sophisticated and they won't listen to no, shit like that's that that's I feel like I feel like that's a missed opportunity in the space that a school should do. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the kind of pod, like that like track of podcasts is all I've listened to like my entire life. Like my podcast listening. <laughs> I want to. I want to hear what. what Dan's old. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a very big podcast listener, and I feel like. Yeah. Um, again, that is the the other like it's storytelling or like teaching you something yeah, and if yeah. you're teaching someone something that is like gonna change the world like i don't care who you are you're probably interested in like changing the world you know and like hearing what what new and what's gonna make that happen and what's kind of cool about something like this is like it's very much um depending on how it's positioned but it's like we're we're this is like an active thing happening and there could almost be like an invitation at the end of each episode that's like we're building this like chain. If you are interested in creating, you know, the next Tesla, like join us, you know, or whatever it is. Like we'll, we'll there have, could be a we'll, soft we'll call. We'll take that that audio soundbite right there and 
yeah. put that at the end there. <laughs> but I think what's, what Shit. could be hard <laughs> about that style is like, okay, by the time I enroll, like, is that going to be done? Like, but it, it, I don't think it matters. Are people going to get too matter. attached to the it doesn't, idea? No, no, but it doesn't matter. I don't know. I think they might. I like. I could see myself I hearing a cool a, idea and be like, yeah. "That's awesome!" Yeah, but then yeah. I want to like, go build. I want to go. Oh, but yeah. they're doing it. Like they're yeah, gonna. Yeah, yeah. Solve, by the time I get, like they're not gonna. And like you write in, you're like, "I want to work on this project." Yeah. And they're like, "Sorry, yeah, we have exactly. like a 200 person wait list." Right. Yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. doing a hard cheesy sell, a hard sell at the end like that, I feel like, is not what you want the like podcast to be. I think sure, it, I was it's, just, it's, I was, it's about like, yeah. So. I mean, I mean I think my only point more. was like was like some sort of invitation that evokes like like you can do shit like this here like yeah. we've we've made it possible you need a track record so like yeah I, I think you do need i think that's cool but i think you need a like here's how this kind of continues on yeah which is going to be vague because you don't know necessarily the next thing you're working on but thinking about some of the schools particularly some of the maybe more niche programs um in engineering or um cyber physical systems for example right yeah. it's like yeah. very complex but it's the infrastructure for how your amazon echo works or whatever um like we've done that before that was this cool thing that you've heard of and then this and it was like it kind of dates back 10 years yeah of like it's almost the evolution of technology in this field or like whatever it is for a variety of programs without yeah. like here's the evolution we've worked on these things like yeah. whatever the next thing is we're going to be working on that. Yeah. And like, we have been successful in all these before, there's no reason to think we're not going to be again. I think the that should be the job of whoever's hosting the show to weave that into the story when they're telling that. Because yeah. I think, I think it's like, if you tell like a great story about something cool, your university's, like people are gonna be like, yes, yeah. that is what I like. And then if you're like, at the end, you're like, we've all done all this other stuff or like, you know, just so you know, like so much more is coming and we're working on so much other stuff, like become a part of it. Like they were already there once you told yeah. them the really cool story. I don't, yeah, yeah. I think you just have to let that be implied. And you, I, I don't think you should even try to touch that or else as soon as you get close to being salesy, I think that's when people will be like, this is a salesy podcast. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think that in the weeds of it of like, but if somebody were to say uh, some medical schools, like, oh, we're working on a, solve for covid yeah. right and it's like okay that will not last two more years so by the time you get here all right then what are you guys doing like but, but again and I, you can, I don't know that yeah. that like i i hear what you're saying and i think it's a very valid point i think that like your average person is going to understand that like okay they're by the time if they're two years out from school yeah they're probably not going to get to work on that project but it says more about like but that Your person brand. could be 16. Like if it's if it's undergrad, yeah, and that person's 16 years old, two years off from college. But I don't know that they're like, going to be thinking through like, oh yeah, they'll well they worked on that. That won't be that'll be done by the time I'm there. But, but I, I don't I, 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 I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. I think I think it, you, just by sharing the story, it it speaks more about like your brand than. Like, I don't think you have to worry about, like, misleading people, you know? Like, sure, sure, sure. But I I, but I think the track record of, it's even, cool. Yeah. like, think about, was it one of the Apple commercials forever ago when they showed the evolution of the Mac computer ah, over yeah, time? Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. that was sick. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was so cool. And I know you're an Apple fanboy. 
So I'm like, all right, take that. <laughs> Don't even say that. <laughs> but like, take that and imagine that's true for a video program. And you're like, okay, these people worked on, yeah. you know, these types of projects over time. They were the first to do this, that, and the other, or like whatever. Like, they produced wouldn't Netflix's that be cooler than somebody that's series. just like, oh, we're, do yeah. we're doing this one cool thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're kind of yeah. the new kid on the block that's doing this cool thing versus the people that have established themselves and are doing all this cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I think that just has to be weaved into the story. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah no, I wasn't I, saying I, it's so like the that, Star yeah. Wars credits where it's like, <laughs> here's all the stuff we've done and this that's is the laundry a, list. That's exactly what's suggested. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Well, that's good. I, so we've got like, I'd say three pretty solid ideas. Yeah. Middle of the road. Just kidding. Um, but no, that like people could like take and, and run with. And I do think that there's like, like I wonder why. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure that there are podcasts that people are doing that are like akin to these things. But I feel like the reason why not enough of it has taken off is like, and again, this is super hard. But like you, ha I think what we're all in agreement on at least is like a student needs to be like yeah. the focal point, like yeah. the host, like the personality of the yeah. show. Like mm -hmm. that needs to again, if your market is trying to attract prospective students, do that. Yeah. Two, I think that like, and, and that's hard. It's hard to find like yeah. the right person that like can do something like this. But at the same time, like, I mean, you've got all these students like studying journalism and communications and marketing. Right. Like it shouldn't be that hard to find yeah. like a, yeah. a, like a right fit student. Um, but I also think that like what you could do with something like this and why I think this is a great idea for, especially a higher ed marketer that, you know, is responsible for more than just advancement or just admissions right like or just in success is like a show like the you know uh how we're building this or whatever the heck you know we want to call it that can be used as a recruitment asset that mm -hmm. can be used for current students to yeah. kind of tune in and find out and like yeah. understand oh wow there's this project going on like i didn't even realize depending on the size of your institution, there's a shit ton that happens. Most people don't even know. Like it's hard to keep, yeah. you know, on top of everything that's happening. It could also be a tool for advancement, fundraising, saying, yeah. hey, listen, listen yeah. to this show. Look yeah. at what we're doing. Yeah. You've got somebody that's now working, you know, at a Fortune 500. They want, might want to come and like recruit that student that was featured on that show. Yeah. They might want to give a gift to the, I mean, like it, it's a show that like is expansive across the university yeah. enterprise, which, yeah. which would be cool. Yeah. And which, which could actually like, getting like the funding and resources to produce something like this is maybe a little bit more tenable when yeah. you can pull from these various yeah. That's what I think is, is the hard thing. I mean, just for so many things, but it's like, okay, this team has to work with this team and this yeah. team, and then that has to happen. And I think that's maybe the harder part is getting all these people aligned in something that this serves all of our needs, most of our needs, but not all of our needs. Yeah. And like, but you have to be okay with that because it's costing you a third of the price to yeah. produce this thing where I feel like everybody's kind of like, we want our thing. We also only have three people that can do it. <laughs> the, this team wants their thing. They have one person that's going to half-ass it. And then it's like, oh great, now everybody's stuff sucks. Yeah. So like, why not just, okay, make a couple sacrifices on all the talking points and you're yeah, not going to yeah, get yeah. everything, yeah. but give us your top three. We can weave these things in and this can be valuable for all of us, save us all money, and we can you know, do more of these, and pound per pound, you'll get all your talking points across. It'll be across three things, not all at one. And I feel like that might be, not a barrier. No, I do mean that, a barrier. Because <laughs> um, I think that teams aren't used to doing that. And yeah. that, that is gonna be hard. And you're gonna have to talk to people that you probably 
had issues with in the past or yeah. have had challenging conversations with. And now you need to convince them that this is a good idea and you're trying to play like peacemaker yeah. at the same yeah. time, which I'm sure can be hard, but I, I do think that's probably the new wave or takes a, you know, a president that maybe is going to be like, Hey, here's how we do shit. Yeah. yeah you yeah, don't yeah. get to ask questions. Yeah. It's either gotta cut. Yeah. It's either gotta come from like a team that really craves to break down silos or it's got to come from like the top down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or yeah. Or lead, like a, a director of admission or a CMO that's just yeah. highly respected at their yeah, institution. Yeah, yeah. And, has a track record of like, I'm trying to help you guys out. I'm not just trying to do marketing and yeah. nothing else. And I don't care what your admissions team's going through. Um, yeah. Once you get people like that and that have built relationships and established trust with a variety of teams, if they can be the ones to enforce it could actually happen. Yeah. Well, great. I feel like we've got middle of the road university unfiltered for lack of a better term. Yeah, yeah. And then how we're building this. So clearly this podcast was not about coming up with a good name. <laughs> it's not about the name as much as it's about like the, the yeah. ethos, stand, oh, the course, ethos of the show. Like what, what is the direction? Yeah. Give it to the you know, viewers and the smart people behind yeah. us to come up with a good name. Yeah. For 20 grand, we'll name your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For 20 grand, we'll drink three more beers and then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to the pilot episode of the brew storm and we want to thank our incredible partner double take promotional marketing for these sick koozies watch this pretty sick huh the reason i've been struggling every time (laughs) (laughs) they're an incredible resource if you've got swag that you need and uh, promotional materials matt and his team there are just incredible you can tell him that enrollify sent you his way next time you need an epic piece of Swag, whether it's the hat, a sweatshirt, a kick-ass, what are these called? Non-tippable koozie. Non-tippable koozie. Um, Matt and his team are your people. Thanks, guys. That was good. Honestly. And I'll do the porky the pig. The left (laughs) (laughs) All right, we good?